the Legio Ignatum, one of the oldest and most loyal of the Legios in service to the Master of Mankind, have guarded the Eternity Gates for thousands of years. Whilst having a pair of warhounds on constant vigil, they serve by protecting the inner sanctum against the threat of chaos or traitor Astartes. Armed with weapons that can level cities with a single shot, the power of the machine god is shown in an all too terrifying manner. To behold the fire wasps is to bring about certain doom to any who stand opposed. The Legio's mantra, Invaniam Vayam Aut Faciem, translated from High Gothic to I will either find a way or I shall make one, goes to show what an awe-inspiring Legio the Titans are who belong here. In Smorganite's Fire Wasp collection there are the Titans listed below. Sirius Fidelis, Warhound class, designation 4823. Lupus Ignis, Warhound class, designation 5023. Custos Eternum, Reaver class, designation 2143. Morilet Ad Mortem, Warlord class, designation 401. Reinforcements incoming. Who doesn't love a Titan? They are, without a doubt, the most awesome set that Forgeord do. Um, they have the ability to destroy entire armies all by themselves, and they look super cool on the tabletop. I mean, what's not to love? And it was exactly this thinking that got me started in the Titans. Now, the biggest thing with the Titans was the fact that I could buy the weapons and heads separately. Now, I don't think I would have <laughs> ever, ever, ever got a Titan if you couldn't buy the arms and the heads separately. Now, I did start with the biggest one. I started with uh, the Warlord, Morilet Ad Mortem. Um, which originally I had um, actually painted it up for service to Legio Ulricon, which is a Titan Legion that actually serve uh, alongside the Night Lords. Um, they did get a brief shout out in the Thramas Crusade, um, but they weren't actually featured with artworks or anything like that. Um, so I actually was able to have some creative freedom with it back in, uh, I think it was 2015 I ordered it. No, 20 maybe 2014 I can't remember it was back then um, it was quite a while ago um, that I ordered it um, and it was quite nice that I could sort of work on getting up a large model where I could have the fact of the changeable weapons changeable heads you know something that was was designed to be able to take all armies if an army's coming at you with heavy tanks bane blades shadow swords things like that you'd want to take double volcano cannon and laser blasters but it just meant that obviously i'd got the the ability to try and build an army out of one model um, i also made it so it's actually changeable the weapons and heads without any magnets there are no magnets used for any of the weapons or the heads um, to be able to be changed over which was something that i sort of i wasn't striving to do but i didn't really have much skill in magnetization at the time so it was sort of what do i know oh i know pinning so i'll pin it um and i've actually uh, pinned it with three and a half mil uh, metal uh, rods so it's actually pinned and the pins are removable the pins are magnetic so <laughs> they can be taken to pieces with magnets but um at the moment it's yeah it's just pinned so i can pin the the, the weapons on and the heads in when when i want to change i then got a warhound um a year or so later 
um, which was the um, Lupus Ignis, which I called Lupus Ignis because I took it as Inferno Canon, um, pair of Inferno Canons, because 8th edition had just come out and the stats had come out for the Inferno Canon. And when it was uh, in 8th edition, I don't know what it is in 9th edition at the moment, but in 8th edition it was 4d6 shots with, uh, I think, it, oh no, it was 3d6 shots with 4 damage, uh, strength 8, I believe. So it was. <laughs> It was literally like, if anything comes near 18 inch, I'm going to be smoking it. So <laughs> it was very, very powerful in my opinion, which, you know, worked in my favor for getting a getting a Titan that was a little bit smaller than the Warlord. So I could take it with, with an army as well in a standard game. After that, uh, Minion then bought a Reaver class Titan um, and he called it Custos Eternum. He actually asked me to build it for him with uh, with my knowledge of building the, the titans that I built. But obviously, building titans, they become a labour of love and you really do sort of fall in love with the characters of the titan that you're building. And that's exactly what happened here. I, um, I actually fell in love with the titan and asked him if I could buy it off of him. And that's exactly what happened. He he sold it to me and I bought the, the titan off of him for uh, for adding it to my Legio Ulricon force and that was sort of where the the Legio stood for quite a while it stood um, like that for quite a while and then um, a friend of mine um, actually posted pictures of an uh, the Forgeworld Fortress or what I thought was the Forgeworld Fortress and I actually messaged him and asked him oh where did you get this from because I've always wanted one and you know it's something that I've wanted since I was small and knew about it sort of seen a picture of it and stuff and he told me that it's 3d printed so that was it I then spoke to him and he 3d printed it for me and and it meant that it, I was getting a, a fortress um, for for my gaming now he said that obviously with the coronavirus lockdown and everything it was going to take six to eight months to get here which was more than okay I sort of said you know you're getting me something I've wanted for ages so I don't mind and it basically meant that then I sort of had the time to be able to plan what I wanted to do and at this point the titans were just stood on a shelf not really doing anything sort of just being decorative more than anything and uh, then uh, for one of our uh, anniversaries Croydon actually managed to find a warhound that um, she could buy for me so she bought me a warhound for for, um, for an anniversary together um, which I was sort of toying with the idea of painting it up a bit different and not doing a, a Legio Ulricon and maybe looking at um, doing it as a Legio Ignatum purely because of the um, Warhounds guarding the Eternity Gate story um, and it sort of snowballed from there really the fact that I've got custodes and got you know 20,000 points worth of custodes it sort of made sense to me that I would have a loyalist titan legio because where, when am i actually really playing traitors anyway i'm not really touching the traitor side of stuff anymore which was a shame but at the same time you know we sort of we all evolve and we all grow and we all change our plans and stuff and i really enjoyed painting my night lords and my iron warriors and armies like that but at the same time i'd not really clicked with an army as much as i did with my custodes so that was basically the deciding point from there it meant that what I was going to do was I was going to paint up this new Warhound 
in Legio Ignatum style. Now, I'd never painted Legio Ignatum before. I'd seen, obviously, some amazing jobs done out there by uh, a lot of the Titan Owners Club members and sort of went on the website to have a look at some of their Titans. And there's absolutely beautiful um, paint jobs done of Legio Ignatum Titans. And I just knew that I wouldn't be able to match something like that um, that they'd done with an airbrush. So I sort of set about deciding how I was going to do it with a paintbrush and I think that the scheme that I came up with was was quite nice it's um it looks quite good all together so I I finished the first Warhound and thought you know what that's it all of them are going to be recommissioned and redone um into the uh, the Legio Ignatum colors and I started with the smallest after the first Warhound I then went on to the second Warhound uh painted that one up really enjoyed that uh Decided then the Reaver would be next, so Custos Eternum got hit with the uh, the stripper and the the lead belcher spray. I started then painting up um, the the Reaver back to or into this new Legio to Legio Ignatum, and then finally it came for me to repaint the Warlord. Now I have never ever ever worried as much as I did when I was painting this model that it wouldn't dry right. So I waited till the heat of summer in 2020 to be able to paint it right so that it would dry without pooling the, the washers and that everything would dry in a, in a timely manner and not go wrong. And so I actually managed in, the, in our studio, I rigged up a, um, a piece of string, a piece of rope to be able to hold the Titan body and the legs and stuff as they were drying so that it would dry organically and I wouldn't have to sort of use the heat gun and stuff that I'd used on the other, the other Titans. So I actually repainted all three of my Titans um, from Legio Ulricon to the Fire Wasps and I haven't looked back to be honest, it's something that I'm really pleased that I've done. I did have the um, the Lucius pattern head which I refused to paint up um, into Legio uh, Ignatum purely because of the fact that I had started with Legio Ulricon, I wanted this, um, this head to stay the same as well. So I sort of put that one in the box and left it um, in, in, uh, in a box so that I could keep that as a memento. So I got the, um, the Warlord head, the, the Alpha pattern head from Forge Road, the normal head, painted that one up and had that as my replacement. I did have boxed away as well the, um, the Beta pattern head as well. Um, so I painted that one up as well um, in the stripes and hazard markings of the normal um, Legio Ignatum sort of colours uh, with white, with yellow um, stripes and painted half of it in stripes and half of it red and it looked good and I enjoyed it but that then became used for something else which I will talk about in, in another podcast but it was only the other week that I actually decided you know I am so sold on the Legio Ignatum I will strip the head and restart on the Lucius pattern head and I actually repainted it up into the Legio Ignatum colours and to be honest I am, I am more than happy with how it's turned out it's nice that I've got multiple heads for, for Legio Ignatum now and I've not sort of wasted this Lucius pattern head I've actually got the, the head that I wanted on the my Warlord uh, from the start I've got it now for the Legio Ignatum Titan and I know that means that I've got a spare head but with the, with the advent of my Magnus Magnum Opus army um, I actually do have a use for that head down the line so I, um, I'm actually quite pleased that I do have now the Titans all three of them or four of them sorry repainted uh, two Warhounds a Reaver and a Warlord repainted in service of the Legio Ignatum and then my uh, my Imperial Fortress arrived from my friend in Australia 
and it meant that I could have this fortress being guarded by the two warhounds with then a reaver and a warlord ready to stand in defense of it. Um, I won't spoil anything here but also Mortis, the book um, by John French which has just come out for the Siege of Terror, that one um, definitely gave me sort of Legio Ignatum and a fortress vibes and very much um, looking forward to playing some narrative missions that I'm going to write for strategic painting around around Mortis, Legio Mortis and Legio Ignatum and uh, clashing um, outside the Imperial Palace. So, so yeah, so that was the plan for the, the Titans. I, I'm going to link in again the website, um, the gallery page for the Legio Ignatum so you can see the photographs that I've put together of the Titans. Uh, more will be coming, hopefully. Um, obviously, we've just got to save for a, a few months and years and whatnot just to get the, the full mana pull up to full strength. So, um, well, thank you very much for listening and take care.